0: Hey Purpose Peeps, thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get into the episode this week, I need you to do me a huge favor. So hopefully you've seen the news already, but we are actually in the running to win $50,000 for Black Girls With Purpose. How can this be? We're actually in the contest for the FedEx Small Business Grant that they do every year. And I actually applied way back in 2017 What's really cool about this is that in 2017, we hadn't done anything yet. We had a few events, but we didn't have our conference. We didn't have this podcast. We didn't have merchandise. And so to just see how God has brought this opportunity back again is really cool, especially because when they said, how will you use this money? I had five different ways. I said, okay, we're trying to do an app and we're trying to do this second part of our ministry and we want to do a magazine and we want to hire a team. It was just so amazing to see how he has grown this ministry in just a few years. And so I need your help to help us win this $50,000 from the FedEx Small Business Grant. Now, you can do that very simply. All you have to do is go to our Instagram profile at Black Girls of Purpose and click the link in our bio. It is super simple to vote. So all you have to do is put your name and your email address in and then click vote for this business. Seriously, y'all, it takes maybe two minutes. So I want you to pause this episode. I want you to go over to our Instagram. I want you to click that link in our bio, put in your information, click vote for this business. I am so excited about what God's doing through this movement. Walking fearlessly in the direction of your dreams, always using your magic and your to So Don't make your own way. Janice Smith, also known as the Ultimate Encourager, grew up in a loving household with her grandparents, who both truly believed in love, respect, and treating every stranger as a friend. With their guidance, Janice became one to light up a room with her old spirit, bubbly personality, warm hugs, and her awkward laugh. After the unfortunate passing of her grandmother, the Ultimate Encourager had a new battle to overcome—grief. Although she fought as long as she could to keep a smile on the outside— The grief soon revealed itself and Shanice had to fight to overcome all of her challenges. And during trying times in life, depression, failing grades, broken relationships, and many other tribulations, Shanice finally realized she couldn't encourage others until she first encouraged herself. With all the twists and turns life threw her way, Shanice shares her journey with others on how she was able to regain her power and reclaim her title as the ultimate encourager. On today's episode with Shanice, who also happens to be my cousin, we talk about her, her journey through overcoming grief. We talk about the importance of community, how to relate to someone if they have lost a loved one and you don't really know how to connect with them, and so many other topics. So I hope that you enjoy this episode with her and tune in. I mean, make sure you're taking notes because she drops so many gems. Welcome to the podcast, Janine. Well, hello, and I'm, thank you. I'm so excited <laughs> to have you. Yes, I've never. This is a first time. I've never in, interviewed a family member on the well, Black Girls of Purpose podcast, and so first time for everything. That's exciting. Yes, yes. So tell our listeners. I, I gave them, you know, your formal bio, but tell them a little bit about your book, the inspiration mm-hmm. behind it, and mm-hmm. the process. I mean, we're going to get into all the stuff, yes. <laughs> but just tell us <laughs> a little bit about your book. Well, The Ultimate Encourager, reclaiming my title as The Ultimate Encourager, is my first published book. Mm-hmm. It is my memoir about my life, the struggles that I had to endure while overcoming grief. Mm-hmm. Grief really was the, the start Of my downfall Mm -hmm. I guess you can say Um, but then learning to overcome that grief and other things that I have put myself in uh, those difficult situations Mm -hmm. and just getting over that hump Mm -hmm. um, and just reclaiming my title and my power to just be the person that I am Mm -hmm. the encourager and it was so sad that I couldn't encourage myself during that time Mm -hmm. but that's also part of the growing process I love that you kept saying reclaiming. Because even when you were talking about that, it just made me think about how we have to reclaim our identity, right? Like, And reclaiming our identity in God and who it is that he's called us to be. Because And I I loved, and there was a part of your book where you talked about using it, using your gift as the ultimate encourager in all the wrong places. Yes. And I think that a lot of women, especially we question these parts of our identity and think well oh man i shouldn't love this much or i shouldn't do this it's like no you're just not using it in the right place that's right that's right not in the right place nor in the right time mm-hmm. and like you said with the right people mm-hmm. and people can be draining yeah and they'll take that kindness all of it and keep taking yeah and keep taking until you have nothing left to give yeah yeah it, yeah so yeah <laughs> So I know you wrote your book in less than two months or yes. something like that. Yes, was What was that process like? Yes. I know we talked a little bit about that <laughs> yeah. offline, but for right. our listeners. Um, again, since it was a memoir, it was easier to mm-hmm. write because I was just telling my story. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't have to come up with characters mm-hmm. and the whole storyline. Yeah. My life was a storyline. Yeah. Um, and I knew dates were very important to me. Mm-hmm. So when I first even had the idea of let me get this into a book or let me write a book. Once I made that outline, I was like, well, I got to stick with it mm. because my release dates were important. You know, for my grandparents, their death anniversaries, I knew I needed mm. everything to be released around that certain time. So October, November, and I just put the pedal to the metal. Wow. Wow. Yeah, put the pedal to the middle. And so you even talked about the outline. So you gave yourself the deadlines first and then wrote the book? That's right. That's right. I gave myself the deadlines first. Because one thing about me, I'm not a finisher. Mm -hmm. And so with this book, this is really the first thing that I feel like I have really set my mind two and actually accomplished it and finished it mm. that's why the dates were so important for me if I would have just said okay whenever I get done with it I get done with mm. it it would have never gotten mm. I'm, I'm that girl yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have to I have to know and put, and put my own self on a time schedule and also kind of put the pressure on my, yeah. to myself yeah. I like a challenge yeah. so here it is Shanice you gonna take it yeah or not about how much time would you say you spent writing per day? Ooh. Per day, average at least four hours. Four hours a day writing. That's that's that was bare minimum. Wow. I would get home from work around six thirty. I would come in, eat, take my shower, get to writing around eight, and I was maybe put it up around midnight. And now we usually wake up early in the morning. I have to be up and ready, getting dressed work by six thirty. So I started setting my alarm for 5 o'clock, getting that extra hour in before I went off to work, started getting gosh. ready. Yeah. Yeah, I was there was multiple nights um throughout those two months where averaging three, four hours of sleep. It was it was crucial. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> So, y'all, when you see her blowing up, don't be like, oh, that's so cute. No, you're here. Like, yeah. that, I mean, that's discipline. Huge. That and is... that was the most discipline I've had oh in a while. Oh, my In a very long time. In a very long time. And it was not easy. But, I mean, I was working with other people as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, Miranda, who was, is my publisher, was... <laughs> now this is over. Um <laughs> she she stayed on me mm. about my own schedule. Mm. So she she's hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Does not play. Which you need, right? Like right need, and, and not you, you, but you us. Yes. We need that. You need that person. Which sometimes terrible. you have those moments where you be like, Girl, get out of my face, but then you see them next day, you like, Okay, fine. Oh, I love right. you. Sorry. <laughs> But I really wasn't trying to hear that right then. So but it I feel like that's a real yes. friend, right? That can yes. push you and say girl you the one who said you was doing this book and this is the deadline dead you gave me girl so and she did that so many times and i remember when she first gave me my first edit because she miranda and i we met in college as well so she knew me knew of me we didn't really know each other like that but mm-hmm. she knew of me and i knew of her and she was like i'm gonna hurt your feelings because i can just tell you you're so nice but i i'm very mean and i'm upfront." and i was like well that's what i need so mm-hmm. tell me mm-hmm. and i remember the first edit she sent back to me, I was much more detailed in that book. Mm. I, what, how many pages is my book now? Like 140 or something? Mm-hmm. Originally, it was like 180. Okay. And she made me cut out so many things. Wow. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that was hard. Girl, in the way that she presented it, mm. it's boring. Oh. <laughs> well, excuse me. That is my favorite part. <laughs>
1: Right? I like, love that. <laughs>
0: thank you so much. But okay. But then I understood what she was saying. Yeah. After she just completely crushed all my hopes and dreams, well, she built me back up again. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's- Girl. And it just makes me think of... um And, you know, this month on the podcast, when this is running, we're talking about pain and purpose. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think of how a lot of times those go hand in hand, right? Absolutely. Like it, it, it stings, but... It's necessary. Absolutely, it's necessary. Absolutely, this whole my whole journey of writing my book was necessary because I I'm I never thought that I would be an author. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a verbal mm-hmm. speaker, and I'm gonna keep it real. I don't care if my grammar is a little off because mm-hmm. that's just me. I was raised country a little bit, you know, so <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it that stuff didn't matter to me. So when writing a book, I was like, ah. and then God. When he tells you to do something, yeah. and you listen, mm. that was again. It wasn't just the discipline um, that I had to force upon myself. It was also, you know, his power that he gave me to even stick mm. with it. Those late nights and early mornings were very difficult. Yeah. But he allowed me to still get up and to still have energy to complete mm-hmm. out the day. Mm-hmm. And the fa- the very first night that I started writing, Bree. It was on a weekend, and I remember I wrote all day long, and I remember finishing up with like 40 pages on just one day. Wow. That was nothing but him. And I would tell everybody that all the time, because I am not a writer. I don't like English. Mm -hmm. That was my least favorite subject. Wow. Writing papers, none of that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's why I talk about, about that scripture in 1 Corinthians 1. I said that on the Bible study the other day. Yes. That's my favorite scripture. But just talking about how, and on Second Corinthians, he talks about how he gives us the grace that we need. need. like Yes. All the time. To, for, for his good work, like yeah. so it says, so he can, so we can excel in every good work. And so, uh, and we were talking about this offline too. Sometimes with being a mom, I look at God, I'm like, uh, this is your good work, <laughs> sir. And I am worn out. But you said you give me the grace, so help me, because yeah. I don't even want to do this. So right. come on, like help me out here, bro. I don't want to do laundry right out. now. Yeah. Yes, I don't want to make. I don't want to meal prep. I just want to <laughs> sleep. But I hear that it's good for my family, <laughs> so I need <laughs> you to help me. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, I loved just the, which is funny now hearing that you said you had to cut a lot of stuff out, but I loved the detail that you had in your stories. Like, how did you remember so many details Because this is your whole life. But you know, every detail, I guess because that just goes to show every detail was that important to me, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you you know how it is. We were raised amongst our families. And so, and especially going to church and and seeing them so often, Mm -hmm. every detail, like I said, mattered. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why some things stuck more than others, Mm -hmm. but they did. And Mm -hmm. I'm glad for every memory. Yeah. Yeah. When I uh, I just (laughs) smiled towards the end of the book where you talked about the black figurines that Aunt Dot and Mm Uncle Leroy had and the roosters. When I read (laughs) about the roosters, I was like, "Bruh!" I remember. I mean, it literally took me. I was in their house and Mm -hmm. I could see that. It just. Just to be able to have that kind of memory, I think that's yeah. just phenomenal. That oh. was her thing. That was Mima's thing was the roosters. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, we recently moved mm-hmm. and we took just one rooster mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. hidden. I'm now since you don't have to show you in the kitchen, mm-hmm. it's kinda hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, one of my favorite quotes from your book was, My voice holds a lot of power. Mm-hmm. I mean, that stood out to me because we, uh, so many people are suffering in silence, girl. right? And so, and because they're suffering in silence, they don't understand that the moment that they open up and their mouths, mouth, like everything can change. What well, was crazy, Brie, as I was writing this book, something, I ended up trying to look for something um, through my email on my phone. And it popped up where I had sent my best friend, Tyra, Meemaw's Bible study outline, I'm sure, to probably print out for something, a Ladies Day program, something. And it was the power of the tongue. So it's funny that you even just used that quote um, because that's kind of around the same time all this stuff was coming back together. Like you just said, when you break your silence, Mm -hmm. your voice is powerful. Mm -hmm. Also, when you speak certain things negatively, that is powerful, Mm -hmm. but not in a good way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot within our voices, and that's what makes it so powerful because yeah. you can change somebody's attitude towards something in a positive or negative mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a president who is using his voice mm-hmm. in a negative way. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah. All <laughs> right. right. So, she was like, you know, this. let me just put it out there right now. <laughs> <Shanice> speaks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. that was, that's my opinion. Yeah. But my voice now. I, I was afraid <laughs> I was afraid to even talk about my story, mm-hmm. to say anything about the struggles that I had endured because I of course did not want to disappoint. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the should have grabbed some tissues. That was the biggest part within mm-hmm. writing even this book now was that was was my biggest fear was how people were going to perceive me mm-hmm. after knowing, you know, oh she did this and mm-hmm. she did that and mm-hmm. she, you know, da 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 but it was a release. Mm-hmm. And when you have that release, and you're just like, look, I, I did what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Nene Leakes. Mm-hmm. From the Real Housewives of I said what I said. Yeah. Okay? Seriously. Yeah. And I um, I was at an event yesterday, and they were talking about our stories. They were talking about storytelling. And mm-hmm. she said, which made me think of you, and even just, you're, 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 it's almost like you're repeating it verbatim <laughs> what she said yesterday. She said, when you tell your story, she said, you can't control, like, the response. Right. She said, once you release your story, like, she said, that's just your job is to release it. Yeah. But then she said, you have to tell all of your story. Right. And the thing that I love that she said, she said, you have to tell all of your story because if you don't tell all of your story, you miss the but God moment. Yes. And I and that, yes, yes, I said that's so right, yes. We're and then, oh, because I feel that we, our generation, has a little bit more hard than others, Mm -hmm. okay, because we have social media now, Mm -hmm. that's huge. And so, our outside persona, how we want the world to see us, Mm -hmm. our image is very important, yeah, that's true, way more important than before social media times mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. actually got to know a person yeah. rather than looking at their pictures and scrolling and seeing yes. what things they liked and seeing if y'all have some type of compatibility but right no 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 no, no. It, it's it's hard um because you don't want to share your downfalls right it's embarrassing yeah nobody wants to fess up and say yeah i did that and that was not good for yeah. me to do it's hard and just it's hard yeah but part of that is also growth. And like you just mm-hmm. said, and knowing that you don't miss the but God moment. Yeah. Because my whole story is nothing but God, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Oof. And and I I think, too, Oof. you talked about social media, and I was talking with someone yesterday, and she told me something I didn't know. She said that she had a... So somebody had started a Facebook group for moms who were struggling with postpartum depression or any kind of depression or just feeling like, hey, I'm having a bad day. Literally, the focus of the group was share your bad moments, like Mm -hmm. share your your pit moments, your 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 downfalls and and where you feel like you're coming up short so you can have that release. And she said the reason why the people had created that group is that people were posting it on their regular timelines Mm -hmm. and it was getting reported as inappropriate content. How? No. Can you like that wow. is, that blew my mind because wow. she said if you think about it, social media and we talked about this at church today, wow. it's designed to make us desire, desire. Yes. Like this lifestyle. Yes. I wanna mm-hmm. okay, I just saw this picture of a girl in Bali. Now i want gonna go buy Bali, a ticket to Bali. Right. Or I saw this girl, her nails are popping. I to go, go, go get my nails done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or so you and I didn't I never really thought about it like that. She's like every picture you think she said, even if it's a Oh, I need to get somebody, I need to hire a photographer because I need some good shots like that. And I was like, bro, yeah. I didn't really make that connection. Wow. And it was That's hard cool. because I, 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 I find myself, I am a, I'm very transparent. People who follow me on social media, I'm very transparent. Right. I will put like, I screamed at my child today <laughs> and I'm sorry. And yes. like, I'm going back, you know, right. but I'm just I'm just thinking to myself man have I been that person though that's posted something that's made someone else say oh man I need to go and do this or I'm not enough now because I just no. you know it just makes you wonder I, yeah you know and that's like oh this is why I don't like social media mm-hmm. because I know you just said it doesn't make you wonder but then mm-hmm. I would hope if it is something positive mm-hmm. that it would make, make them want to right. you yeah. know because essentially that's what social media? Some what well, we try to use it for yes, it at least. Yes. It's for the positive positivity part, yes. but girl, I know I have been in situations where I have looked at other people's pictures and be like, I need to be there, I need mm-hmm. to be doing this, mm-hmm. I need to be doing more, mm-hmm. and it's it's not all good. It's yeah, it's not, it's, and you really it can really to, mess you up mentally. It can, and I, I think. I think that's where boundaries are important, yes. and I think that's where integrity is also yes. important. For me, I, I shared this. I will go on a social media fast, fast. <laughs> Girl, I will fast, quick and hurry. Okay, quickly, because. It's like, okay, cool. I've gotten to uh, I've gotten to a place where, quote unquote, building the brand and all right, of that. Right. But now I need to take a step away, especially as we enter into this new year. I want to make yes. sure I'm hyper-focused on what God has called me to do in this That's season. Right. And I want to make sure that everything that he's given me is not influence because we know it's the world of influencers yes. by other people I want even if it looks like somebody else's I want to be like no but God gave God. me this while I was away and not even on social media so right. I know I'm not copying that person that's I know right. this is sincere and authentic yes. You know, and that's that's necessary as well mm-hmm. to take your fast to take your time away because like you just stated mm-hmm. quickly it can make you venture off mm-hmm. and then also just lose sight of God mm-hmm. overall mm-hmm. and that's you dangerous. know that's very dangerous mm-hmm. Social media has a very tricky way of doing that, I've noticed, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. And inadvertently. Mm-hmm. It's just the right. thing. Yeah. It's right. something that you don't even realize is mm-hmm. necessarily deceitful. Yeah. And you go and click and you observe and da-da-da-da, and it's mm-hmm. keeping your mind off of him. Yeah. I've had to put myself in check yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Especially when you're in a space like ours where you are encouraging and yes. you are and you're like, Okay, this is a part of my business model. Social right. media is a part of my business model. This is how I am encouraging people. Right. But like, hey, if you gotta schedule some posts in advance and take that break, do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. I love that. Um something else you talked in the book talked about in the book that I really love was you talked about how in looking back, you can miss a lot of your opportunities. Yes. What yes. are some of the opportunities you feel like you missed because you were spending so much of your time looking back? Oh, oh, definitely, ooh, ooh, definitely in college. Mm-hmm. Um. I was introduced to a lot of different people to network with mm-hmm. who who would. I know I would be a good fit with them mm-hmm. and they would help me in some shape or fashion. Um, but I was just too busy trying to mend relationships mm-hmm. and trying mm-hmm. to um, cover up even still the things that I had done mm-hmm. in my past mm-hmm. rather than just accepting what was literally right there in front of me. Mm-hmm. There was nothing, I, I, it was, there was opportunities for me literally right there in front of me. even with you that Mm -hmm. i just missed Mm -hmm. i just i you know because i'm i got so stuck into my head Mm -hmm. and thinking about oh well i don't need to part of it i'm gonna stop myself part of it also was not feeling good enough Mm -hmm. because when you keep looking back Mm -hmm. you keep thinking about of course all of those things that not only are you missing currently Mm -hmm. but then that you also now missed in the past Mm -hmm. and so you're literally just stuck in a phase of missing life Mm -hmm. And I was stuck in that space for a long time. Mm -hmm. Missing life for future things and and past. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was hard to get even out of that cycle. And a lot of that was due to depression. But Mm -hmm. on the flip side of that, it it was a lot with me personally too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you... Cause y'all backstory with me and Shanice. <laughs> this is my girl. I love her dearly, and even now as we're talking, I mean, this is probably mm-hmm. like the third conversation yes. we've had in years. Yes, yes. Years, yeah. Like and y'all, y'all know I'm big on transparency, mm-hmm. C- complete transparency. I have invited Shanice to be a bridesmaid in my wedding, and then before you tell the story, yes. I want people to know the state where i was yes okay because that's very important to no know too. yeah sure during this time and you'll read this in the book as well yeah. i was still in school mm-hmm. and this was really in my lowest of lowest mm-hmm. time in school yeah. so i was smoking and i was doing literally nothing but smoking weed all day mm. that was it right yeah literally nothing but smoking weed all day i was not going to class Um, I was working. Now, that's one thing I never did stop doing because I had to, of course, have money in order to get it, okay? So, I would go to work, but outside of that, I was not really even communicating with Mm -hmm. anyone. And at this time, my grades had failed. I was failing, and I don't know if you know this, but I'm sure if different clubs that you were in, you were required, or even just for scholarships Mm -hmm. and things like that, you're required to keep a certain GPA. So, all of the things that... I loved so dearly, I was no longer able to even be a part of yeah. anymore. Yeah. So, I was just at my lowest of lowest of yeah. lowest. Now. Just like, you know, proceed. <laughs> yes. I need people to understand. No, please. Yes. Um, and, and I love that you highlighted that, too, because... But when you I, didn't know. I didn't. Right. I didn't, there's no way. I didn't know, mm-hmm. y'all, and I... When I read in her book, she because she put the time frame right, and she was like, you know, between October, yes. and it was 2015, and that was when I got engaged. And So I'm looking at God like, oh my gosh, Lord, my cousin was struggling, that didn't even know, and I feel horrible, and and so I had invited her to be a bridesmaid, and then I re- recanted my recanted my invitation like a monster, and I just and then but then I extended again like, no, I love you. <laughs> Please come back. and then, <laughs> That was it. That was the app Look, okay. So just, I can, we can laugh we can about this now. We can talk about it. <laughs> yes. Thank God. God so. is the God of restoration. because yes. I really thought, I was look. like, oh my gosh. Okay. And then I want even more back, back Yes, yes. Cousin Brie, we've been co- best cousins, I guess you could say. One of my closest cousins all my yes, life, yes. and so I know. I when you were first dating, mm-hmm. and I would joke around mm-hmm. and be like, "Girl, I'm gonna be one of your bridesmaids," and so that made me feel bad mm-hmm. when when I thought that that's like one of the reasons why you wanted me to be. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Girl, no, 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 mm-hmm. get the people that you want. It's yeah. your special day." Yeah. But then when you asked me again, I was like, what am I, a toy, a yo-yo, what's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. but on top of that, mm-hmm. my mental state yeah. was not where it needed yeah. to be. Yeah. And I, I, I know if I would have been Shanice, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. aka the ultimate encourager, I would have made sure that you knew that it was okay. Mm-hmm you know i could have done that for you y'all we just we having a real life moment in here because really because we never talk about it we apologize apologize, but we're like let's just not (laughs) talk about it we know how we feel but we don't because we're not talking about (laughs) it but it's awkward but yes yeah but y'all when i tell you this has haunted me for years Mm -hmm. Mm because i've just been like Oh, I mean, and there was one point where I was like, we're never going to be, you know, we're not going to be close anymore. Right. And, you know, and, and, and that's because th- Shanice didn't end up coming to the wedding. Right. And now I know it was because there was deeper right. stuff going on. But I was Way like, deeper. I was like, it's because I didn't, it's because mm-hmm. I invited her. But then I was like, but then I invited her no. back. So I don't understand was no, happening. No, no. And, and not knowing all this stuff was going on. Right. right, And, you know, if y'all don't get anything from this story, like. Mm -hmm. just speak up you know what I mean just speak and I know it's easier to say because when you're when you're the person in the funk you like yeah sure speak up sounds easy but even if it's later even if it's like okay you know you remember from that that a couple years ago when it seemed like I just ducked off and was trying to avoid you here's what was going on right yeah and it's so important to have these conversations yes to mend the relationships because Okay. Again, something y'all need to know. <laughs> yeah, I've always it. Yeah. because it was always me, you, and Britt Britton. Yeah. And so when I think about just our childhood and growth, I just of course imagine all three of us doing great things. Mm-hmm. And so of course, even though we didn't speak during that time, mm-hmm. I need you to know that I was always rooting for you, cousin. Mm-hmm. And i I'm, I'm always proud. Yeah. Okay. You ain't gonna cry. No. <laughs> Seriously, y'all. And I'm not yeah. adding none of this out either. Because y'all need to understand. Healing is happening. Yes. But it's happening because we're doing what you said. We're opening our mouths. And yes. I think it's a good transition too to talk about families. And how there's so much we don't talk about. Especially black families. Ooh. Because we're just like... It's fine. Leave well enough alone, or you don't want to, you know, expose certain people yeah. and secrets. And sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to be straight up. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, here's what we have going on. This is what has happened. Yeah. Rather than finding out, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all surprisingly, yeah. and you know, it, it. What makes it tricky with family is because you know that their intention is good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> The baby, yeah, you know, yes, I know your intention is, yeah. is what's good, but hot dog, yeah, you look at the in. damage, yeah, right, you look at the damage, in. yeah, um, yeah, it, it can be hard, and I think, I think another part of that is, I mean, the, the, it just, the if y'all don't get nothing else too from this, is use your voice and speak up. Just in general, because I think when you don't speak up, there's also so much room for assumptions, right? Right. And so we assume... Yes. This is what's going on on. with them. This is what's Uh -uh. happening. This is why we're not talking. This is why that person... And you have no no idea. Nope. And then honestly... Cause for me, when I read that, I thought, man, I, how selfish am I to think? Oh, this is we're not talking. Cause girl, she got bigger <laughs> fish to fry than your wedding. Like this, that's cute. <sighs> but there's other stuff going on, right. you know. And so it just it brings you to this place of humility where you realize you are not the center of people's universe, right. and you don't right. you don't have that much power right. to be able to or you should not have that much power to be able to alter someone's entire reality. Like there's often something going on right. that's bigger than what right. you see. Yep. And I've seen yep. that with friendships too, yes. where I have assumed the worst about a, a person. Right. And then when we finally talk, they're like, girl, that had nothing to do with you. Yeah. I was dealing with X, yes, Y, and Z. Yes, and you're this, like, what? Yes. Well, why did you say anything? But it goes back to suffering silently. Yes. And I think that's another thing too, even just within, um, I'm going to really say within the black female Mm -hmm. community, Mm -hmm. we are known for being so strong Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. carrying all this weight Mm -hmm. um, of the different trials that we have to go through and uh, to stay quiet about it. Yeah. I feel like we're the only group that Mm -hmm. literally are told to stay quiet about Mm -hmm. your problems. Yeah. That has to change too. It does. And I mean, even as you were saying that, I just got... (laughs) I just got like a flash of women who were sexually abused, mm-hmm. going back to slavery, sexually abused, and so you just pop up pregnant with this baby, mixed baby, right? And and you everybody, say yeah, exactly. everybody knows, everybody can, but you mm-hmm. know, I just, I just want us to speak up because our voices have power, which is the whole yes. thing that you are are teaching through this book. <sighs> Um, how have you seen... So we talked about some of the opportunities you feel like you've missed, mm-hmm. but how are you seeing now in this season God bring some of those opportunities Woo! back again? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, okay. This is tea time really quick. Let's talk okay. about it. So in my book, you may remember me mentioning Professor Jaggers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was my communications teacher. Yes. Um, she, she did. She did a lot of great things for me, but what I did not share in that book is... Um, the reason why her and I no longer talk. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not going to go into deep detail, but just, she wasn't a lady true to her word. Okay. um, Nor very, um, just like, let me be classy. Right. (laughs) How do I put this the right way without, because I don't want to, she wasn't, she just wasn't truthful in who she presented herself to be. Okay. That's the best way to put it. Okay. And I told her, we had a conversation. like literally went to her office mm-hmm. and down now mind you, I think I put in the book how close we were. Like, mm-hmm. I used to go to her house and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So, when I came to her um, to express, you know, some mm-hmm. of my concerns, um, I got shooed away. Mm-hmm. Basically, and was like, well, well, you know, if you think this of me, then you should be ashamed. And then, like, you know, the whole flip the switch. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now, of course, you don't, you don't want anyone to hurt, but come to find out that same organization that I was putting so much work into she was embezzling money. Mm-hmm. Um the article came out of course through where she lives, you know, stating, you know, she pleaded guilty mm-hmm. to it. And it was just like what my spirit was telling me then about mm-hmm. you was true. Mm-hmm. And you made me feel like I was yeah. the incompetent one, like I was the dumb one for even thinking that. Yeah. And you know, so God handled yeah but how he saw fit yeah and the doors have been opening for me wow um random people just who I still have friends on Facebook who I've met just over random years mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. if any if I meet anybody I would just say add me on Facebook mm-hmm. because that's really where I'm most active I'm not a social media person mm-hmm. and my Facebook is me mm-hmm. I feel like Instagram is like my brand mm-hmm. Facebook okay. is me you know <laughs> Hey, right Mm -hmm. um and so just different people just been reaching out or and it's not even about necessarily the opportunities Mm -hmm. i've been having people just say you know you have encouraged me to do xyz Mm -hmm. or you know i remember you were my orientation leader and i always you know looked up to you congratulations Mm -hmm. on this Mm -hmm. you inspire me i had lost that Mm -hmm. i had lost that part And um, so that to me, having that door kind of back open and people, you know, just saying again to me, I I respect you. Mm -hmm. I I appreciate, you know, you sharing your story. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to share it. Mm -hmm. That was hard. Yeah. You know, but for them to get something good out of it and they're encouraged. Yeah. Goal accomplished. Yeah. Goal accomplished. And I think that's what I love most about the... Because you don't say I'm claiming my title. Right. You say I'm reclaiming. Re- reclaiming. Because this was something that was already always inside in. of me. Right. That's right. And I think that's what's so important about, you know, even with it being the Black Girls With Purpose podcast, you were always like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? You already know what it is. Right. You just don't... You may not recognize, recognize it. it. Yes, ma'am. You just do That's don't, exactly what it is. You you see it every day. Yeah. And you're probably looking at it. You're walk. You're probably walking it. in it. But you're you're dismissing it because, and that's where social media Why? comes in again. Yes. Yeah, yes. where you it well the mine doesn't look like that person. Right. So that's this right. can't be my purpose because, you know, people don't see this or right. like I I make pillows. No one's excited <laughs> about pillows. Okay, girl. Well, how is some, somebody got to be excited that's about some pillows? Right. Otherwise, we don't have pillows in our beds. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. everybody can't be. And nor should they be. Nor were they designed to be mm-hmm. the influencer and right. the 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 YouTuber. And yes, you not know. yes. Have to do all that. Yes, no. and if if that's your lane, though, God will make room for you too. Like yes. I want to make I want to make that clear as well. Yes. Because sometimes we think, oh well, because this is oversaturated, because I see everybody that's doing right. this, there's, there's not a lane for me. Speak on it, cousin. That's and that's Speak not true. Speak on it. I had to get out of my own head with that. Mm-hmm. There's. Of course, a lot of speakers now. Yes, yeah. um, not so many women, and of course, women always. You know, that's a minority thing, mm-hmm. but is saturated more saturated more people are doing it mm-hmm. and when i came along i'm like okay well what am i really mm-hmm. i know i want to speak what am i going to really say yeah what is my true yeah you know yeah what's uh, my niche that's right the thing. That's what's my niche oh i can't stand that word because i feel like i have more than one niche like yes. i don't like putting myself in a box yeah. i do not like that Ugh. Yeah. i even don't even like calling myself a motivational speaker when people ask me mm-hmm. that, i'm like I'm, i don't consider myself that yeah i'm just a speaker yeah Motivational to me seems preachy. Yeah. That's real. And one of my friends, she's she's she has stripped her title officially of speaker. She calls herself a storyteller. She said, I tell stories. Yes. Yes. That's true. Yes. Because that's even the best speakers, you're telling a really great story. They say that's the best way to open up your speech. Right. With a a story. story. (laughs) And that's what I think that's what everybody has to remember. Mm -hmm. That's what's always gonna make you unique. And I, I said this, I don't remember where I said this, but I said your most unique selling proposition everybody's like what's your usp what's your usp you you Mm -hmm. you are your usp you are your unique selling proposition because at the end of the day and and Shanice and I are showing that we are both speakers we are both authors yes she is going to get into spaces that I can't get into because I wasn't created for that space and vice versa that's correct. And even if we go both show because we gonna... show up, cousin love. Okay, hey, so we gonna show up. We gonna both. be... hey, <laughs> we may be in the same room, but you get you can get something completely <laughs> different. different. Yep. Where where you, and you can come up to both of us and say. I really needed this part of your speech yeah. and I needed this part from yours. And then I've also seen in rooms that's what I love about conferences yes. and I don't know how much you notice this but I love going to a conference and they have 10 speakers, speakers. and every speaker at the end will have different circles around them right and you know you go to the person who spoke to you yeah. and you're like oh you got something from that person this this, this was my is girl. Right. right yep because <laughs> your your gift will make room for you that's, that's right. biblical that's it says right. a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great so you don't have to worry about well what do i have to offer you got yeah. it you need to speak on that i think some people in the back say a lot of other people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear us, people in the back? Turn up your volume if you're listening in your, in your car. Turn it up. Turn it up. You are your unique yes. value. You yes. are your unique selling proposition. Well, stop stop trying to add. Yes. yes. <laughs> don't add and don't take away. Wait, that's right. Because that's another thing I think. Come on, revelation. And in ta- talking about even us as black women, everyone mm-hmm. says, "Oh, well, you're too much. You're too loud. You're too. You're no." Or can you spice it up a bit? If you if you're not the spicy Stacey, type, I, I, right? No, I'm just me. Take it or leave it. And there's a lane for you. That's right. And I think something that I'm learning too is to not be afraid to say no, mm-hmm. because sometimes we think, oh. well, if I say no, this was probably my one opportunity. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no. that's the way of thinking. Who says? Right. And and you're making God seem really small if you think he can only Only provide provide through this one. That's so true. Just this one lane. That's so true. He's that small that he's like, yep, it was only going to happen with that person or not at all. Right. No. He's not going to do that. He's just not that tight. Than that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, something you talked about in the book as well. And it's so interesting that we're having this. And I know God is timely because we had to reschedule this interview a couple times. Yes. But I know he's intentional because um, you talked about grief. Grief is a, a big thing you talk about Ooh, in yes, your book. Yes, and yes, I was yes. talking with some, with some ladies about grief yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talked about how you withdrew during your time yes. of grief. Why do you feel like isolation is like a go-to for people who are dealing with grief. Embarrassment. Straight embarrassment. Up. embarrassment. Really? Um, And embarrassment depending upon how you are dealing with your grief. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you caught the parallel between my grandfather and I mm-hmm. going through our grief. Mm-hmm. He retreated as well. Mm-hmm. And his was alcohol. Mm-hmm. My thing was weed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like part of that hiding was to hide, of course, mm-hmm. what it is that we were doing to cope in that moment mm-hmm. with our grief. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you retreat not only because of the embarrassment, but also because you, you really don't even want to hear the encouragement that other people are going mm-hmm. to tell you. You already know kind of the spiel. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, you know, you hang in there. I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. And while all that stuff is great, and I needed it all, mm-hmm. it's just not what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Because you feel, too, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact I that's ha- how I feel. Mm-hmm. Nobody could understand how I was feeling mm-hmm. with Meemaw passing. Mema was not just a grandma. Mm-hmm. She was Meemaw slash mom. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was a double whammy. And then also for the way that it all happened, mm-hmm. like, you know, one thing that you'll see in the book, Paul's death was easier. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have to, thank God, I, I didn't have a true, mm-hmm. like, hard time with getting over because, like I said, he prepared me. I was mm-hmm. more prepared. Mm-hmm. But when you get hit with a whammy and, you know, you're not even expecting anything, mm-hmm. that can, you know, really throw you off. Mm-hmm. And it just completely threw me off. And it makes you want to retreat. You really don't want to hear what anybody else has to say because they don't understand. Mm -hmm. So how can you tell me, you know, what to do? Yeah. And then, like I said, uh, amongst that and then the embarrassment of the things that you were doing to cope with the grief, Mm -hmm. isolation was my best friend. Yeah. Something you said that really stuck with me just now is just that people don't understand. Mm -hmm. Um, I have uh, one of my friends, one of my dear friends, she actually came to Dallas for the live podcast experience and she had a, her father passed away wow. and when she texted me and said he passed away my first response I started crying mm-hmm. and I text all I texted back and said my heart just dropped and and I just remember looking at God and being like I don't know what to say, say. yeah I don't know I've never been there I right. can't imagine right and I tread it very lightly because yes. you know I'm like okay should I call every day like should I text, text should I not say you? anything am I gonna be insensitive if I don't say right. anything and uh, thankfully we have a mutual friend and I had there was one day I called her mm-hmm. and she didn't answer and so I texted her a mutual friend and I said hey have you heard from right. um, have you heard from Michelle and so she said. Yeah, I just talked to her. You know, I I, I said I hadn't talked to her in the last twenty four hours. So oh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. she's like she's she's doing she's getting ready for the funeral this weekend. Or she she didn't know if she had told me. So she said you should reach out to her. You know, right. I said I know about her dad. She said oh okay yes. Well she said you know she's getting ready for the funeral. And she said, um, she said text is probably going to be best right now. Of course. She said because I know how that is because she had had a, 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 her father passed away as well, and so she was able to give me that direct insight that said, Brie, you know she's not responding because she doesn't want to, but things are really hectic right now. Yes. She said, but don't stop. Basically, I felt like she was telling me, don't stop reaching, reaching out. out. Right. And so I think that was a. I remember having just this sigh of relief mm-hmm. almost and saying, okay, so I'm not doing too much. Yes. Um, because sometimes I think when you're not the person grieving, you, you do tread lightly. What would you say to people who are, who have someone who's mm. grieving in their life that want to be sensitive, right. but don't want to, to oh, be overbearing? Yeah. Definitely. Like you just said, text, mm. text is definitely independent on where you're at. Even emails, mm. um, even calling, mm. even calling. Um, calling is okay but if you don't get a response don't take it personally mm-hmm. and know that nine times out of ten and especially if it's recent that person is dealing with a lot because the beginning part of when anybody passes away and it's so crazy that I now literally know all the process of mm-hmm. how to make sure you have a good service and all this mm-hmm. and all this stuff you don't have time to grieve in the beginning mm-hmm. you immediately have to okay where are they going to take the body and who's going to handle the service and let's start getting the arrangements together where are we going to have it at and where they're going to be buried at and do they have life insurance and who's going to pay for this mm-hmm. and who's going to make sure all the family from out of town comes and it's just a constant whirlwind mm-hmm. until you're literally there at the service mm-hmm. and even then depending on what's happening that's not your your time to grieve for me personally as you know in my book when it came to my grandmother at least I I didn't feel like I could properly grieve the way that I needed to in fear of not being strong enough for my family. Mm. So I kept on a brave face and tried to keep life in motion when I should have took some time out to seek the help Mm. and and, and do proper grieving that Mm. I I needed. But Mm. I didn't. And then it just led, you know, again, to my own demise. Yeah. And for me, I remember getting the call that Aunt Dot had passed away. I want to know how that was for you. Because I, I, I always wonder, like, how did everybody yeah. else see it? You know, I always wondered that. I, so I was at in school in Missouri at right. the time. And I remember getting the call. And I just burst into... I think Aww. I even screamed. Because um, I remember... Other, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I um I remember my roommate came in my room mm-hmm. and just held me. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know how long we sat there. I really don't know. No. Um and I just remember, you know, being like, Am I gonna get to go to the service? I don't know and, and I didn't end up getting to come. Um hmm. and so, you know, right. right. It's all right. It is all right. There's that too. Like what does grieving look like from a distance? Because distance. I, the only other, so, and and you know about, we have a, have my Aunt Martha who passed mm. away as well, who is my cousin's um, mother, my three girls, Monica, Maya, Meehan, and me, uh, and she passed away a week after Mia was born the youngest I have really three major deaths in my life I have my aunt Martha I have aunt Dot and I have my grandfather and my grandfather I think was the latest one mm-hmm. and it was interesting with that because our really we weren't as close but still there was even with us not being close I remember reaching for the phone and wanting to... And you talked about that in your book. Wanting to call him. Literally having his number pulled up and then being like, he's not there. Yeah. That that was the absolute... That is one of the worst things. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, especially... But like for me, I actually talked to Mima and Papa daily. You know, so being in and freshman year, I talked to Mima like multiple times mm-hmm. throughout the day. So it was a when I woke up and I was headed to my first class, you know, freshman year, you didn't know any better, you had that eight o'clock class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like So waking up. Then you learn. And then you learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I would call her then and then once I finished with my classes, I would call her, and then before I would go to bed I would call her, and so um, you know when all that communication had to stop and I remember after her passing going back to school and then finding out that I was casted in that opera mm-hmm. I kid you not Brie I got in that back seat with my mom and Aunt Leslie and I reached for my phone and it was it was just it was so sad for me yeah. during that moment because and it, thank God my mom and I were in the front seat cuz I know tears just started falling I hurried up and wiped mm-hmm. them off cuz I didn't want them to know or see mm-hmm. what I was doing you know but it it, it it hits and it hurts yeah it definitely hurts mm-hmm. um and even now you know I think of just times where I wish that I can pick up the phone yeah. and talk to papa as I'm getting older now since me mom's death is now going on 9 years you know so time has definitely almost, I ain't going to say erase, but it really did erase a lot of my memories with her. Mm. I don't, even as detailed, I know you say I'm very detailed in the book, you know, there's some things, but if you kind of notice, there's not a lot of stories of me and Meemaw. Mm. There's only one particular one that I know that I'll never forget, which I share in the book, you mm. know, with her being sick. But mm. after she passed, it was like a lot of my memory of her was erased. Wow. And I told my mom I said, I think I thank the Lord for that in a sense because I know it helps with me being able to cope. Yeah. yeah. Like for real. And not looking in the past. And all not the time. looking in the past yeah. all the time. Something that some women spoke about that they talked about grieving parts of yourself. Grieving <sighs> versions of yourself, grieving mm-hmm. versions of your life and yes. how you thought your life would look. Mm-hmm. And I know and I remember my mom shared with me one day that you had said to, I think, Aunt Leslie. Um, Aunt Leslie, she's my cousin. Yes. You know I mean? <laughs> uh, to Leslie and Rachel, like, why our family? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, why are we the one? Why is it my mom that's passing right. away? Why is it my papa yes. that's passing away? Yes. You know, I, that's not how I thought God. this would go. Yes, that, It was a whole lot of that. Mm-hmm. It was a whole lot of that. And even from... You're me mm-hmm. She said the same thing. And I'm just like, you know, you don't Now That's one thing. My faith in God really showed up and showed out mm-hmm. because that's what everybody was saying. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Her? Why? Why? You know, Papa, I remember him saying, I never thought that I, uh, you know, <clears throat> that would pass before me, mm-hmm. you know, and that's literally the way he had his life set up, like his savings mm-hmm. and stuff in retirement was all catered to her. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, of course, like you just said, Leslie said the same thing. And it was even crazy just hearing the rest of the great aunts say that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I never thought that, you know, God would pass before me. Mm-hmm. And it's just my faith in God is what truly got me through that. Mm-hmm. I never questioned it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Really? I never questioned it, Brie, Was I hurt? Yes. Sad, disappointed. Never angry, though, because I never questioned it. Was it bizarre? Absolutely. Because I had literally just seen her the weekend before, I which again story. was a blessing. Yeah. Meanwhile, and used to just always say that she wanted to see me cross the stage for high school graduation. Mm-hmm. She just asked the Lord to let her make it to see that. Mm-hmm. And she got to see me doing great in college. Yeah. You know, so I never questioned it. Our last words to each other was, I love you. Yeah. So I, I how can I question that? Yeah. Uh, Leslie feels differently because she takes a lot of responsibility. And I just try to encourage her the best way that I can and let her know everything is in God's timing. Yeah, It didn't matter if you got it to this hospital or this mm-hmm. hospital. What was going to take yeah. place was going to take place. Yeah, And you have to have the faith and believe that. Mm-hmm. It's a difference of just saying it. You have to truly believe it. I think that that little faith that I had believing in that is really what had pushed me through. Yeah. Truly. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? It gets deep. Yeah. It gets deep. But through it all, God is so good. Mm. And the lessons learned and and everything that I have like you say it circles all back around look at what we're doing now yeah look at where I'm at now yeah I didn't know if I was gonna see this this side of Shanice again Mm. sad to say I really 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 didn't know I didn't know if I was going to be back okay with Shanice Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. I really thought I had lost her And even thinking about our relationship, girl. And right? yes. like even this interview. Yes. Like doesn't happen if you don't write the book. If you don't, you know what I mean. Like, oh, you gonna make me cry again? But it's <laughs> I just, but I. It's important for people to know that because a lot of times we treat pain mm-hmm. and grief as if it is God's plan B. Right. Like, well, He couldn't have planned this. He right. wouldn't have known. He couldn't have. He couldn't have thought that good would come from this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you know, it's it's really that nevertheless. Yes. Just that nevertheless yes. at your word I will obey. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and I I I quote Job, though he slay me yet, will I trust him? Right. And whatever God gives you, even if he takes it away, mm-hmm. he's able to repay those things, right? Absolutely. And not in the you know, obviously we know we can't get people back, of right? Of course. We know we can't but he's he's like and, and I heard somebody say this to me yesterday. They say God is a God who knows how to make up the difference. Yes. And that spoke so much mm-hmm. to me because to what you said before, I look back and I think, well what if I had done this instead? Mm-hmm. And I and I'll say that uh, yes. going back to our relationship where I I I can't tell you how many times I thought, re- what if I didn't recount right. the invitation? What would have happened? Yes, looking at wedding pictures and picturing you like in the pictures with your blue dress on, and and just thinking about the dinners yep. that we have, and, and just seeing you at the table, like what would that look, look like? like? Where will we be now? Right. And God's like, don't mm-hmm. even worry about that because. And this is how I this is how I know you God will put you through things that you don't God I used to say this all the time. People think that God is just um, you know unicorns and rainbows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we've seen him <laughs> Do things in order to wake people up, shake mm-hmm. people up. Yeah. There's stories all through in the Bible, of course, that we know. Mm-hmm. And it, it, some of the things ain't—they ain't pretty. No, they're not pretty. But that's what it takes to wake people yeah. back up. Yeah. And like I said, you wouldn't have known the things that I was struggling yeah. with during that time. There's no way you would have known. Mm-hmm. But look where He put us now. Yeah. And I—this is just the beginning. I don't know how you right. Feel. No, <laughs> I do <know you> too. <laughs> we about to be brunching. We I go back to these places. <laughs> Y'all going to see us I on a tour to together. What are you doing, Pris? Yes, Pree? yes, okay? yes. Because like yes. I said, I, I'm... It, it took a long time, but I'm back. Yeah, and I, y'all, she literally texted me that one day. She said, I've been gone, but I'm back. And I love that because that's how she <laughs> ends her book. She said, it took a while to get here, but baby, I'm, I'm back. back. I was like, yes, cousin! You are back, cousin! Tell them, cousin! Yes, and for people who, who have known me, you know, especially in my younger years, yeah. they would have known all of this already. I've always been outgoing. Mm-hmm. My main focus is never on me. I care more about you, what yeah. do you need? What can I do? You know, that's just always been me. Mm-hmm. So to get back to that feels great. Yeah, I'm back to me again. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I'm back to me again, and yeah. and I'm I'm like okay, I'm I'm refusing to look back. Yeah, and it sucks because there's still, of course, some pieces. That you have to, girl, because I, I made debt, too. So, that's the mm-hmm. thing morning. Girl, debt. Ugh. I'm tired of that. But, <laughs> but the debt freedom's coming, too. Yes. We, that's going to yes. come. And, yes. And and see, you talked about not looking back. Mm-hmm. That has been my biggest, one of my biggest shame points. You talked about it, yeah. Just Just... Um, and, 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 and I don't know how many of y'all know this story, but I, you know, I talk often on the podcast about how I believe God's going to declare us debt free. And I believe it's going to happen suddenly and praise him. Mm-hmm. But there have been so many days where and this is after receiving the promise where I'm like, but God, I'm sorry. Because bu- our debt problem really was us getting a car. It wasn't, my, like, the student loans could have been of paid off by now if we hadn't got a car. Because my car was totaled the okay. year that I had my son. My car oh. was totaled, yes. car was to, And this was right before, it, <laughs> my Aunt Sandra was like, oh, girl, you probably getting a new car because you're about to have a baby. Because I hadn't even gotten pregnant yet. So, so my <laughs> car got totaled. Girl, she spoke that over my life. Yes, she did. Car got totaled. She was like, you probably need an SUV for that baby. I'm like, what baby? She was like, girl, you're about to be pregnant. What, <laughs> so anyway car gets totaled and i had taken dave ramsey's financial peace university mm-hmm. knew all about buying cash cars yes. that sounds cute y'all right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we and me and my husband we went to the dealership we're like we're not buying anything we're just looking drove off that lot with a new car <laughs> and i just i look back at that day and i'm like sis you knew you it's not like you didn't know. You knew. You literally, because we got maybe seven thousand dollars from my my car. I could have bought a, a nice, nice car card. in cash. Girl. Nope. We was like, we know that's gonna give us a real good down payment. Okay. But now I'm like, okay, that pain, because pain teaches you stuff. Yes, it does. And that lesson a of stuff. Yes. Where you say, God, I promise. Well, that's when you start bartering. Yes. Yeah. God, I promise. <laughs> I will marry never, ever, ever <laughs> buy a new car again mm-hmm. unless I'm paying for it in cash or if it's a gift, you know. Right. But, but I know as much as it hurts mm-hmm. and God one day he was like, Bri, you have got to stop talking about that. <laughs> To you, because yes. it's not even like I was like, oh y'all, right. I'm such a failure. I did this, but to myself, I'm like, yes. but sis, you knew right. better, right. and you still didn't do better. That's okay. But God was like, yeah, but I already knew you were gonna do that, that. Yes. so it's fine. Yes, like I already, I already planned how I was gonna use this. Yeah. It's really fine, and 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 mm-hmm. it's taught me discipline. Like you, talk, yes, your girl knows it, a budget forward and backward, okay. upside, down. upside down, like running around. I should, girl this ain't my budget book you need to see my <laughs> hello <laughs> like every paycheck what is getting paid first do, do, right. do saving savings foods yes because it's of- necessary but i wouldn't when you when you have it you just like oh we got it we ain't worried about it but when you don't have don't it, have it and then you know that feeling of not having it yes like for real, not have right, it. not like uh, I have it, but I got this a thousand dollars and saved, say, no, no, you ain't got nothing. nothing. Like if something happens tomorrow, we in what trouble. Gonna do. Yes, that kind Time of struggle, yeah, that's that sticks, yep. And, and 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 God also, He used that season to bring about generosity yes, in me yeah. because when you're on the needing end. Mm-hmm. It makes giving a lot easier because you like, listen, if so-and-so hadn't given something to me, then I'll, y'all wouldn't see me. Right. When I tell y'all I have pe- I've had people buy groceries for my family, yes. I've had people pay portions of my rent, not my parents. Like No, like, sisters in Christ just text me like, I feel like God wants me to help you, help you. pay your yeah. rent. And you'd be like, God, mm-hmm. thank you! Because <laughs> <laughs> I, really I didn't know! know. Yes, because you don't even know where it's going to come from, yep. Yeah? But I I put in my vision board. I want to pay somebody's rent. I want to I want to buy. I want to put somebody up in a house. I want to own property and say, hey, you stay here you until you it. can get it together. Yes. Okay, mine isn't that. Mine is I want to hire twenty people mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. I, I like I want to give somebody a good living, not mm-hmm. and get them out of corporate America. I can't stand corporate mm-hmm. America for you. Mm-hmm. If, if I could, yeah. In some, and I've done it already. Yeah. Like, I, it, and I didn't even realize really that I was doing it, but even with Miranda, you know, because I paid her obviously mm-hmm. for her services, but you know, I didn't realize on the back end that I was blessing her, and I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, I, you're helping me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after I kind of like, oh, I said 20 people. My goal. If God says the same, within three years, I will be able to do that every single mm-hmm. year. Hire 20 people every single 20 year. 20 more each year? Each year? Yes. And it's not even for, and I'm not saying to be, you know, completely full time, yeah. but even if I'm hosting an event or whatever it is, mm-hmm. making sure I use them. Yeah. Yeah. Hire, hire them. Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, y'all. That's goal. <laughs> and that's so powerful because. For y'all who follow us on social media, I mean, we're creating this black women owned business directory because I want us to support each other's businesses. That's right. I want us to be able to, because y'all, I'm moving out of a place of I'm going to do it myself because I'm trying to save money. That somebody else do it yes i want to pass the <laughs> baton along because at the yes. end of the day i'm not designed for everything and i don't want to do no everything anymore mm-hmm. yes i had that season where yes. i was a social media manager and i was a graphic designer right. and the web designer the and the event planner yes and, and the everything. podcast editor and the the, the tech the web yes. tech and the, the accountant no more. yes the yes, accountant and the administrative yes. assistant all you had all the roles but I want to, and I love that you said that you're like, I'm not talking just full time. I'm talking about working with yes. 20 people, 20 businesses, somehow. 20, mm-hmm. every single year. And yeah, girl, we gonna make, this yes. sound like a challenge. <laughs> this sounds like a challenge. It's, it's actually easier to do when you mm. think of it not all the people you work with right all yeah. the people that you work with you automatically Florist. yes <laughs> even your friends that have the tea cakes those, those Tolo, listen look check them out Uh-oh. y'all she, they are she, so good we even started and now i have to do the official come on do the okay. official <laughs> my best friend tyra warren and her little sister shamaya langston are the owners of my Thai tea cakes you can go to their website mytieteacakes.com to order and they deliver and they're so good, y'all. I didn't even know what tea cakes were until I had them. I don't know if that makes me less cultured <laughs> or something. I was like, just tea- a tad, just a tad. But, but we listen. didn't really have them, though. No, I mean, we, we didn't, didn't. We didn't. We did pies. Yeah, that was what we did. Pies, and cakes, pies. The and pies. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. That's what that was our upgrade. So I was like, tea cakes. Let mm-hmm. me. Okay, I didn't know nothing about tea cakes until, of course, obviously, being with mm-hmm. them. So yeah, so definitely check them out, y'all. But. <laughs> Um, man, this is, this is really good. I'm like (laughs) loving this. So if you were to take your book Mm -hmm. and say, if y'all don't leave with anything else, I want you to leave with this. What would that one thing be? What would your this be? To never give up on yourself. Mm. That's real. To never give up on yourself in all aspects. Mm. Mm -hmm. To never count yourself out. (sighs) don't count yourself out yeah only god can count you out yeah that's exactly what i believe that's good that's good so what's next for shanice speaks okay as the brand and then what's next for shanice okay as the person oh okay well as shanice speaks as the brand i will be having an event more details are going to follow okay um i will tell you that it is titled My Limitless Power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell you that it will be a woman's only event. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've decided. I was going back and forth, but I did decide on that. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it. More details to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess you can say I'm having more opportunities with speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, in February, I'll be in Houston to speak. At an early childhood conference, um, I'm very excited about that because yeah. I'm speaking four times. I'm like, what, 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 what? <laughs> like, yes. I actually pitched for this, I you know, think. so to get it, and then I'm like, oh, okay. So, yes, and then for Shanice, oh, just me personally, mm-hmm. continued growth, um, and just looking forward. Mm-hmm. I am more excited, Brie, about my life than any time i believe mm-hmm. I've, I've i've since i've we've been here mm-hmm. it's is it's amazing life is amazing mm-hmm. it's not all roses and unicorns and rainbows mm-hmm. but it god it, god made it just right for me yeah and i am literally in a point where I am enjoying life again mm-hmm. and i am seeing the opportunities that I can go after. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the confidence before Mm -hmm. to do a lot of stuff. And so, I I mean, of course, everybody's thing is, oh, they want to lose weight and get healthier. Mm -hmm. But you didn't know this. I had gained so much weight i'll put it out there for the world okay because i'm proud of where i am right now mm-hmm. i had got up to 260 pounds wow. you didn't see me like that i did not um you see me right I now i see the slim fire <laughs> but even now mm-hmm. and i'm joining crossfit next mm-hmm. week okay so i'm excited about that and then just growing um, like i said in all parts of my life yeah. spiritually mentally physically yeah, yeah. financially i'm gonna claim that due. double me for that okay please. <laughs> financially make it a double yes <laughs> and to get my nonprofit started you know it's it's in the works and i'm super excited about it well thank Yay. you so much for being on the podcast thank it's you so this much for such having such me. a blessing this um, was a huge blessing yeah. how can our listeners stay connected with you oh, you can follow me on instagram at shani speaks Facebook is just she's Smith. Smith. Those are the main right. (laughs) Those are the three main platforms. Not on Twitter. Yeah. Because President Trump uses it too much. But okay. It's like okay. Pieces and kisses. Loves and hugs. Y'all loves and hugs. Loves and hugs. Thank you so much again. (laughs) Thank you. I hope you guys Enjoyed this episode with Shanice. I know that it was a blessing for me to first sit down with her as we shared on the episode. It was very healing, but also it was great to listen to the episode again as I was editing it for this week. I hope that you got some good nuggets of information, things about dealing with grief or uh, the importance of community or really just sharing what it is that you're going through. I would love to hear what your takeaway was uh, from the episode. And so if you want to DM us on Instagram at black girls of purpose, you can do that. And then while you're there, you can go ahead and vote vote for us for the FedEx Small Business Grant if you haven't already, which hopefully you did at the beginning of this episode, like I asked. But if you didn't, you can go ahead and do that. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're not subscribed already. Feel free to join our email list, BlackGirlsOfPurpose.org forward slash join. You get weekly emails from me, devotionals, and then you also will get our guide to godly goal setting for free. You'll get our Purpose Pathway guide that helps you discover what on earth you're here for. There's just so many reasons why you should be on our email list so I'm not even sure why we're still having this conversation my friend Uh, so hopefully you'll go ahead and go over there subscribe to our email list you'll follow us on Instagram you'll vote for us for the FedEx small business grant and then you'll tune in next week I am excited to be sharing another woman with you guys her name is Angela Forney and she is amazing she's the one who did all the Instagram pictures that you've been seeing me post lately where I'm just looking like black girl magic she's such a phenomenal photographer and so I'm excited to share her story with you all next week so that is it for me my friends and we'll talk to you next week